Hello and good morning to you, my beloved brothers and sisters in the Lord. Of course, you know who it is. It's your brother, Pastor Chidi Jacob. I came here this morning with a song in my heart that says, When I think about the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done for me, my very soul, that means from deep within my spirit, my soul, I will sing hallelujah. Praise God because I am already saved. Amen and amen. What an eternal salvation that he has given to us. No shaking, no retreat, no surrender. We know they go anywhere. He has saved us and the one who has saved us is capable to keep us saved. The Bible says, Jesus himself said, no one is more powerful than my father to take me out from his hand. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Amen and amen. Beloved, let me begin this morning by reminding you something to help you more than confirm what I've been saying to you that everything must produce according to its kind. And also why this message, this my gospel, the gospel that Apostle Paul preached, the gospel that all the apostles preached, the gospel that Jesus preached, this gospel of transformation should be your soul diet. And let me tell you why. Did you also know that every message will produce according to its kind? Don't forget. Why was you and I struggling with God? Don't forget. It was the message that was preached to us. The message that was laced with the corruption of good and evil. In that message, we saw a God that will bless and curse. In that message, we saw a God who could set accident for his own children just to teach them a lesson. Don't forget the picture of God that you have was given to you by a message. So that message produced its kind in us and gave us the experiences we had about God. Every message will produce according to its kind. And that's why, again, remember we mentioned over and over the scripture says to guide your heart with due diligence because out of your heart flows the issues of life. And this is why if the more you grow, the more you understand that in this matters, the less the better. Jesus said, it will be better that you have a singular eye. What does that mean? You are focused only on the revelation of who Christ is. Why? Is there anything that you need that you're looking for that is outside of him? Is it life that you're looking for? Is it health? Is it healing? Is this joy? Is it peace? Is there anything that you're looking for that is found outside of him? All things were made for him, by him, through him. And for him, all things were made. Nothing existed that was made outside of him. Praise God. And so, because every message will produce according to its kind. If you eat the gospel, it will produce according to its kind. Did you notice? If you have been listening to me and I'm one of those preachers who, are, who is always teaching you this demon here, that demon here, and that's what I feed you over and over. Guess what? That will be your experience. Your testimony will be the testimony of always escaping a demon. 
If I'm the one who teaches you about this enemy here, that enemy here, suddenly all your neighbors will become your enemies. Suddenly, everybody who opposes you in one way or the other becomes your enemy. Why? Because that message has produced after its kind. Don't forget, the enemy sold, Satan sold a message to Adam and Eve. Once that message became their belief system, it led to sin and sin led to death. And so that's why, wouldn't it make sense, beloved? Why Jesus is called the word of God and this my gospel unveils the good news of all that Jesus has done. And what does that do? It changes our belief system, makes us righteous, makes us holy, and brings us to that life where we reign eternally as kings and priests. Amen and amen. Beloved, Again, this is the benefit of following the message of light. Light will beget light. Light will drive away darkness. This is a message that heals, transforms. And the Bible says, Romans chapter 1 verse 16, I'm not ashamed to preach the gospel for in it is the power. That means the power of God to save and deliver. So, so total salvation and deliverance is not in a mountain, not in a ritual. The Bible said it's in the gospel. And what is the gospel? The good news that is too good to be true. The good news about who? About what Jesus has done and who you are now because of him. Beloved, again, this is just a reminder this morning of why you must carefully select your diet. Why you must carefully stay in the gospel because every message will produce after his can. If you believe the gospel I preach, the gospel of righteousness, it will produce his kind. It will make you righteous. If you believe the gospel I preach that says you are holy, it will make you holy because each message must produce after his kind. And don't forget, if you believe in the message that says God loves you and like a good father, he wants good for you. He wants you to be well and good. He wants total wholeness, shalom, peace, nothing missing, nothing broken. Soul, spirit, and body perfect. If you believe that, it will produce after its kind. Praise God. Amen and amen. Beloved, and so in continuation to what I've been saying, let me ask you this question this morning. And it's something that you should freely think about. In line with what we've been saying this week, if I were to give you a test, say, say to you, please tell me, what did Jesus come to do to us? What will you say? Don't think too far. You know what Jesus came to do? He came to make us his kind. He came to make us his kind. That's what Jesus came to do. And once we put faith in him, we become his kind because every kind will produce accordingly. Every kind will produce accordingly. And don't forget, all the kinds produce according to the seed that is in them. So Jesus is that word of God as a seed. When it's sown it in, into us, it changes our kind and then our kind will produce accordingly. Suddenly, you go from being a very bitter person to the fullness of joy. Suddenly, you go from lack to abundance. Suddenly, you you that that barely ever made, made, made ends meet, suddenly, you are a very generous giver. Suddenly, you that has been labored with sickness now walks in health. Why? Because you have accepted his kind. Amen. Don't forget, Jesus came to make us a new kind. This kind is his own kind. Let us read the book of Ephesians 
chapter 2 verse number 10 Ephesians chapter 2 verse number 10 now before I read the TPT let me read Ephesians 2 chapter number 10 from the New Living Translation here's what it says for we are God's masterpiece don't forget I'm reading this because I just told you that Jesus came to make us his kind so that we'll produce after his own kind praise god it's as simple as that every message is designed to unveil to us that we are his kind so that we see it we believe it we receive it and we produce accordingly praise god this is what it says for we are god's masterpiece this is one of my one of the best scriptures that i love we are god's masterpiece so i am not anyhow now i see myself my kind now is that I am God's masterpiece, sir. This is what God says. It's not what I'm saying. I'm not trying to motivate you. This is what God says. We are God's masterpiece. And don't forget, masterpiece is the highest work of a creator. So I am the best that God has ever created. I'm the best of everything God has made, sir. That is my kind. That is who I am. For I am God's masterpiece. He has created us anew. He tells us after the kind. I am God's masterpiece, not just that I'm masterpiece. The Bible tells us what kind I am of. He says, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ. I just told you that Jesus came to make us his own kind. And this is what this scripture confirms, that we are God's masterpiece. He is the one who created me. God made me. He brought me forth. And I am the best of his works. Praise God. Don't forget, now this is the picture of me that I have. It doesn't matter what anybody has said. It doesn't matter what village people talk. It doesn't matter how they describe me. But in me, in my heart, in myself, this is what I see. I am not the broke. I'm not the depressed. I'm not the finished. I'm not the frustrated. No, sir. I am God's masterpiece, the highest of his creation. That is who I am. And my kind is Christ because he has created me anew in Christ. Amen. So we can do, the Bible says, what is the reason that he has made us his kind? So that we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. This scripture here ties everything I've been saying together. First of all, what I am, who am I? What am I? I am God's masterpiece, the best of his creation. And what is my kind? My kind is Christ after Christ. Why? So that I will produce according to my kind. That is Christ. What is that? that what am I producing? Doing the good things that he planned ahead long ago. Don't forget the testimony about Jesus. The Bible says that he went about doing what? doing good and healing all that were oppressed. That was the testimony of Jesus. And so you and I are created anew according to the kind of Jesus Christ. That is our kind. That is where we began. That is what we have. That is who we are. He has made us anew in Christ Jesus so that we would do the works that he planned long ago. Now, let us sweeten the verse a little bit as we read the Passion Translation, the TPT, my most favorite. Here is what it says. We have become his poetry. <laughs> this one sounds 
This one sounds more passionate. This has more love to it. Don't forget, the TPT is written in a love language. I hope you know that. The TPT is written in a love language where it communicates the love and the passion of God towards us. That's why it says, we have become his poetry. That means God wrote me. God wrote you. God designed you. And you know that what God does is perfect. And just let me add this. I think I mentioned this within the week. Those who are arguing whether God is good, whether God is bad, don't forget their problem. They are reading God with the knowledge of good and evil. If you want to confirm that God is good and everything God is good, go beyond, go above the knowledge of good and evil and read Genesis chapter 1 and 2. It will tell you that everything God did was good. That is the manifestation of God. Everything God did, the Bible said, even God looked at his own works and he knows that he's good. Don't forget, everything produces according to his kind. So the good came out of God. Everything went off from Genesis chapter 3 when the knowledge of good and evil entered. So those who argue that, you know, we are preaching this God that we think we see in the New Testament, we forget about the God that's in the Old Testament, sir, what they are talking about is reading God from the knowledge of good and evil. But don't forget, this is how we should divide the Bible. If you want to know the true character of God, the true nature of God, read Genesis chapter 1 and 2. That is before the knowledge of good and evil. You know how it ends? And it says, both were naked before God and they were not ashamed. Amen. Praise God. That means they were vulnerable before their father. They had no guilt. There was no sense of condemnation and judgment in them before the knowledge of good and evil came in the picture. And so, now watch this. So, now, we are his poetry. That means we are good. Don't forget, everything God does is good. Is that true? Sir, it doesn't matter how you feel today. It doesn't, I'm not trying to make less of your feeling, please, sir. I'm not trying to make less of your experience so far, sir. But don't forget, that's not God. If your experience is bad, it's not God. If your experience is terrible, it's not God. Those things happened. Why? Because the world is ruled by the knowledge of good and evil. So let's go back beyond my short force, your short force, your mistakes, my mistake. All that has not gone well. Let's go beyond it and go back. Genesis chapter 1 verse 2. The Genesis chapter 1 and 2. We are his poetry. If we are his poetry, it means he wrote us. And whatever he writes is good. So you look at yourself and say, I am good. Beloved, let me tell you how powerful this is. Just saying to yourself over and over, I am good. I am always good. I am good. I produce good fruit. I do only good works. All the things that come out from me is good. Sir, it doesn't matter whether you are the most wickedest person on earth now. It doesn't matter how short you are falling. It doesn't matter whether as you are saying it, you are being more wicked. But if you continue to see that, don't forget. Ah, Don't forget everything that you see on the outside comes from the inside. Just that one alone. Now that you know that everything that God does is good, that includes you. You are his masterpiece. You keep saying to yourself over and over, see it now that you see it. In this scripture, voila, you see. Wait a minute. I am good because God made me. That's how God made me. It doesn't matter how much they abuse me. It doesn't matter who said what against me, but I am good because God, I'm God's masterpiece. I'm his poetry. If I say this over and over, conceive it in my heart, conceive it in my mind. It involves my mind. It contains my emotions. It moves my emotion. Sir, heaven and earth, that's when you start to know how real God is. Heaven and earth will work together to bring that to pass. 
You don't have to struggle. You don't have to fight. Suddenly, you start to notice that the way you think changes. Suddenly, you start to see that the way you read things and read people changes. Suddenly, you start to meet different things that confirms and brings out that which is inside of you. It's not difficult. It's just for our mind to see that our belief systems need to change. Praise God. So, here he says, we have become his poetry. Not that we are going to become a, again, a recreated people, a recreated people. We are recreated according to the kind that Jesus Christ is. So who he is, is who I am. I am not the story of one woman from my village. I am not story of one uncle from my village. I am not the story of one brother somewhere that I don't know. No, I am not born again after their kind. I was not recreated after their kind. Whether those stories are true or not is irrelevant. It's none of your business because you are not born again after the widow in your village. You are not born again after some man somewhere. No, you are recreated after Jesus. Sir, have I told you why you should carefully select what you eat? The good message always points you to your kind always shows you who you are in Christ, always shows you what you have in Christ. Not the story about a man who, who stumbled and fell. Not the story about a man who was rich and became poor. That's none of your business. You are not born after that man. You are recreated anew after Christ and his kind. So now you are his kind. Praise God. Amen and amen. Again, beloved, I am giving you tips and bits of the vision. I don't want to go to the scriptures and start reading things out because I don't want you to copy. I'm only showing you how easy this can become. Don't forget, I'm still talking to you about seeing the new you, having a new vision about yourself. This vision is not about what to do. It's about seeing who you are. Don't forget, Oga. I'm not talking about seeing what to do. No, I'm first of all talking about seeing who you are. Because what you do comes out from who you are. Isn't that what the scripture says here? He has created us anew in Christ so that in him we will not do the good things that he planned for us. We are, we have become his poetry. A recreated people that will fulfill the destiny he has given each of us. For we are joined to Jesus, the anointed one. The Bible says, even before we were born. God planned in advance our destiny and the good works we would do to fulfill it. Praise God. Now, I don't want to give you, um, uh, you know, just uh, give you something and say, take this to be your vision. But listen to me. If you sit down as we transition and take this Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 and start to read over and over again, look at, just look at what it says. There can be no other certainty than this, friends. It says, before we were born, God had planned in advance what my destiny and your destiny. And he has also planned the good works we will do to fulfill it. The challenge is that we cannot discover these good works outside of who we are. Because these good works is tied to who we are. Praise God. I don't know what that makes sense. That's why I'm telling you, you must first see the vision, conceive, see, understand, receive clearly the vision of who you are. I don't know about you. I am the best of his creation. I am God's masterpiece, the best that he has done. I am good because my father who made me, made me after his kind and he is good. And the Bible said, even he, the father, looked at everything that he did and he said, this work is good. Praise God. I cannot go and be answering name that is not my own. 
I cannot go and be following somebody who is reading God from the knowledge of good and evil. No, your eyes have opened. See the good you are. See the masterpiece you are. See the God's poetry you are. And as you conceive and see that friend, everything starts to change. You start to see new levels of horizon. Praise God. Let me stop here. I don't want to get too much more excited and exceed my time. I will come back again to you tomorrow as we continue to dig into this reality. Don't forget, everything produces according to his kind. Now, see yourself as the kind of Christ. That's what you call yourself. That's what you confess. That's what you, that's what you pray. And then that which you are, you will produce according to your kind. Don't forget, this morning you have been served. Help me to serve as many as you can, as, as this knowledge of Christ covers the earth much more than the waters covers the sea. Have a very wonderful day. Shalom.